This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Blog Talk Radio. Well, folks, tonight we're going to tackle something that afflicts most entrepreneurs, most type 1 personalities, and we'll be right back to you with it. It's Sunday night, and you're listening to the all-new HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio Show with Van. Call in at 424-258-9364. Press 1 to go live and ask Ben a question. You want it the best? You got it. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I hold on so nervously. We here at Hot Dog Vendor Radio would like to welcome all street food vendors. We promise we won't point fingers and make fun of you if you don't sling a winnie or two. And we won't make fun of you if you don't have your hands on an ample supply of hot steamy buns. We love all street food vendors, and that's why we're here. So come one, come all. Join us live every Sunday night at 8.30 p.m. for HTVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You'll be glad you did. We promise. You show up to our show, and we'll make you happier than a woodpecker in a lumberyard. Well, folks, tonight, um, hopefully we'll make it through the show. We've been having technical issues. Um, Jason, in fact, is still having them. Um, I'm still having them. And, but hopefully um, the show will, will roll on and smoothly. I know we have a bunch of people on the line listening. Um, remember, if you'd like to talk to one of us, you have a question or anything during the show, press option one. That tells us that you want to talk. Um, there's also a chat room. If you go to streetfoodvendor.tv, at the bottom, there's a chat room, and vendors are in there um, chit-chatting along and singing songs to each other and all kinds of stuff, exchanging nude photos, you name it. Um, anyway. Michael Woods. <laughs> Michael Woods. He's a troublemaker. Uh, Michael is uh, – I'm sure we'll hear from him tonight. We have um, quite a bit to cover, and I've got some questions that I'm going to I'm going to read. I want to first say hi to Jason. Jason is with the Love Hot Dog Company. I see you got your bottom third up. Yeah, finally showed up. <laughs> Well, look at there. It's it's sexy. It's looking good. Um, let's see here. I have let me double check everything here. I have a mess is what I have. Um I need to pull up an email and I'm gonna read this to you. This person submitted this and said, um, hey on the show, could you ask these questions? Um first, can a cooler with the ice keep frozen dogs below forty one? frozen um that'd be like 31 um not 41 for the most of the day allowing them to be reused on another day or would you need a freezer no you can i, I can keep them cold um all day on on the the cooler i use in the cart but it depends on how you do it if you're it also depends on ambient temperatures but i can still make it work but it requires rotating stock. It requires using the top first. It requires less trips in there and for long times. It also requires the right type of ice packs and stuff. Um, most of us don't use ice. We use gel packs, freezer packs of some sort. If you can afford them and they're not that expensive and they'll last for years, it's commercial ice packs. If you look that up on the blog at LearnHotDogs.com in the search box, you'll find 
that we have talked about that numerous times. The gel packs work out great in the freezer. Freezer packs, gel packs, whatever you want to call them. They actually have a lower freezing temp and will hold your, your foods longer. Plus, if your food is coming out frozen, it's going to probably remain that way unless you have – I've seen a few carts. There's a manufacturer up north that makes a cart that is not insulated. The, the cooler is just metal box. And one is a kitchen sink tub, like an outdoor sink. You know, those plastic dishwasher or washing tubs um, is a cooler, and there's nothing there. So that's going to create a problem. Now, remember, most, most carts, there is, there is more heat because you've basically built a box around an oven and, and you're outdoors. So you have created that, but good manufacturers will insulate it well. They'll have barriers between the um, steam table and the rest of the cart so that they can limit the spread, the, the temperature spread, which is going to happen some either way. There's no way around that unless you, and, you, know, unless you separate it by you know, six feet or something. Um, so yes, you can. Number two question, service and repair. I don't know what type of business to use locally for any service or repair work that my cart may need. What's a good place to start? Um, it depends on what you're wanting repaired. Um, if it's a plumbing issue, um, call a plumber. If it's a gas issue, same thing, probably. Most states, a plumber, um, is typically certified in gas, um, or at least here they are. Um, so, and some are ga- gas companies have plumbers they use who plumb the gas lines. They will typically be certified in both, and you could get something done that way. And that's probably the biggest gist. If you're talking about other things serviced, I don't know what you would mean. Like if you have a light bulb out, I just changed the light bulb. If you have a flat tire, change the tire. Those kinds of things I think you could handle. If if you do have questions about our problems with it, you can – I have some videos online actually showing some of that stuff. But you can also just go hire a handyman um, out of Craigslist or out of the newspaper. The what? Trailer shop. Yeah. Anybody near it sells trailers. An RV place will do about anything you want done. Um, so anyways, the next question, self-serve condiments. On the big dog, do you leave tongs out for people or disposable plastic wear? Um, I leave um, disposable plastic wear. Um, that's what I use. Um, to And I've, I've even posted pictures up of that, and I let them dip. And if I see them get nasty or they've been there an hour or two, I'll change them if they've been used a lot. That's no big deal. Um, now, I don't use the plastic. I'll use, you know, ladles and metal stainless steel tongs but you can do that however you choose or see fit i like just plastic wear um let's see question let's see about corn mazes i have a new one starting up in my area this fall they don't have food yet any suggestions on how to pitch my cart to them um so i can land the account so basically he's wanting we talked about this last year the corn mazes did a show about it um, you can go look that up at learnhotdogs.com. You remember that one, Jason? Oh yeah. The that's a that's an excellent idea um, to make some good money during that season, the fall season, which is uh, coming soon. Um, oh, yeah. Kids are about to go back to school, I think, in a couple two and a half weeks or so. Anyway, um, we in most most places Tennessee school already started. Um, so either way, you have. Um, multiple things you can do here you can you can send them something 
I prefer going in person. If you don't have a portfolio, like a picture of your cart, you know, in a nice little, you know, it doesn't have to be like something fancy, like a videotape series or anything. But if you have a nice um, brochure or pamphlet or you just bought you a small um, binder and you put in a few pages and you walked up and talked to them and said, hey, we are a small mom and pop or we're so-and-so hot dogs and we this is how we make our living. We're licensed, bonded, insured, and we have found that many people um, during these events um, leave early because they're hungry. And this is a chance for um, you to keep them here longer, maybe doing more activities and and making people more happy because there's food available. And that's how I'd pitch that, basically. Would you would you do anything different there, Jason? I just, you know, I'd pitch them on the benefit of it. You know, like you said, but I also let them know, you know, usually we charge for us to be here. But, uh, you know, we'll do it for free, see how it works out, and then we can talk about it for next season. That's a good idea. Good idea. Um, let me Making the deal. I want to see what I told him. I did email him back. I told him to pitch the benefits. I said um, I would tell them that they can enjoy these benefits. Visitors stay longer and don't need to leave for food. Customers get to enjoy a better experience because a licensed vendor is there offering great meals. They can advertise, bring your appetites. We have concession food available. Three benefits rolled into one. Um, they will make they they will more than likely ask for money or rent. I would only offer that as a I wouldn't offer it. I would only um, come back to that if you're asked as a percentage of sales, but if it's pitched right, like Jason just showed you, um, you shouldn't have to pay them. Some people are going to see dollar signs when you're asking, but the best way to do it is not to ask, is to go up and go, how would you like? It's just a change in the phrasing. Um, so you could even tell them, hey, I was planning on going out of town this week that, that you know, for the fall thing to one I've already done. Um, I've got a buddy that's going to do it. How would you like it if we set it up here? Um, we'll try it for a few days, see if you like it, see if your customers like it. And that way you can try to avoid paying anything. Um, and if I was going to pay, I damn sure wouldn't be a flat fee. I would have a percentage of sales. It's too too dangerous because you don't know how it's going to work. Um yes, I have gotten so many emails that um, I, I wish there was a way to share these quicker. Uh, Corey but. was answering some of those emails for us. <laughs> um, let's see. Very good. Blah, blah, blah. Let's see. These, how would I recommend this? Um, these buns, blah, blah, blah. water. Oh, here's a question I got. Um, they need bigger buns. They're using quarter pound dogs. Where can they get bigger buns? <laughs> um, yeah, that's. What, I mean, I think we had a similar question last week. I mean, last yeah, last, last month, month. Yeah. Um, about bigger buns, and and we both talked about going to your local bakery or a local bread company who makes bread. We have also talked about Sam's Club out in Costco. Yeah, we have one in Knoxville. They just make you them. They make what you want. Um, as long as you're buying enough, they're not. You can't go in there and say, "Hey, I want three shaped like a dollar sign." Um, well, you may be able to. It's just going to cost a lot. <laughs> um, let's see. Somebody asked. Now, this one, 
I swear. This this is about strip malls. Who do you talk to? Who do you ask at a strip mall when you want to set up at a strip mall? Um, you pull in. There's always a store called the Anchor uh, Store. Yeah, the Anchor Store. You can ask them. Um, the did we get this question last time too? Yeah, we did. I'm seeing it now. That's a different person. How far back do you go on email? No, I'm just I'm 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 just um I haven't even made it all the way back to to the first. Holy cow! See, I only go back till the till the till the Monday after the show, the last show. But either way, um, strip malls. Um, listen to last week's show or last month's show, the last show I've done, um, episode one ten, and you can get strip mall. This one also asks about pricing. Their food, um, that's going to depend. I've emailed them, too. We're good there. We don't have to answer that, really, unless you have a question. If you're listening online and you need an answer to a question, I'll be happy to answer it. But this one I've already answered, um, and I saved it for the show. But I don't think I need to because it's a repeat, basically, of of last shows. Um, Now, let's get to some other good stuff. Um, I want to talk about what we came here to talk about this week, and, and this is something – vendors make mistakes, and, and w- these type A personalities, these optimists, the op- these people who think of ways to make money and, and be an entrepreneur. If you consider yourself an entrepreneur, is likely, if you're in this business at all, if you're self-employed in any shape, form, or fashion, you're likely a type A personality, somebody that, that gets shit done, basically. So because of that um, – we often start digging too fast, and we can dig a hole for ourselves. I did it in the furniture business. Y'all have heard me talk about it. If you've listened to my the show before, if you read my book, Hot Dog Save My Life, I, I did it in the furniture business. I, I decided, oh, I'm, I'm good at this. I've got a successful store, and so within a year, I opened five. Um, stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, now, I was fortunate with the hot dog business because I, was, I, was, I wasn't borrowing any money at all to to make to buy more carts. I was using profit to do it. The problem is you can still dig the same hole. What I found within the first year and a half, I, I had used I, – I was spending a lot of time and really couldn't put my hands on if I was really – if it was worth it, if I was making enough money difference than when I was just actively working and had a couple other carts. And what I ended up doing is culling it down to three carts from over twenty, and and it can be done at twenty. There's vendor. There's a there's a company in in um, uh, New Orleans. They have like a hundred carts. Well, yeah, there you can grow that big. The problem with most of us is we get op- optimistic and we go, oh, I'm going to do it and I can do it. This is going to be no problem. I'm going to keep adding carts and I'm going to you'll put the cart before the horse basically or the cart before the hot dog. Um, the, the issue becomes is you can become burned out and, and I don't know, you know, if Jason can attest to this yet, but, um, and hopefully Corey would join us, but there's some other, there's some other vendors who have been hugely successful. They've worked really hard. They've grown their business and they get tired. It's easy to get tired. Um, it, it's easy to, um, overdo it and then you're exhausted um, we all like to drink alcohol, maybe, 
and or let me put something in case you don't drink. We all like to sit in a nice um, a spa treatment. We'd all like to sit there in the water overlooking a beach. But would I like to do that seven days a week, 24 hours a day? Probably not. Um, not only would I turn into a raisin, more like a prune. I'm too big to be considered a raisin now. But <laughs> I would turn into a prune. And, and so my point is, is you can overdo something that is good. You can eat chocolate pie and love chocolate pie, and by the fifth slice go, I think I overdid it. And and this can happen in business. You can overdo it to the point where it's not fun anymore. It's not entertaining. It's not interesting. We've got vendors like Michael Wood, Doug Stocks, and he doesn't have 17, 11 carts going. Could he? Probably. Does he have enough experience to do it? Absolutely. Does he have the work history and life history to be able to operate it successfully? Absolutely. Is it worth it to him? No. Many vendors overdo it. They, they think they're, they're going to, I want to make a million dollars. Well, you can. You can do it. And there's vendors that have done it. There's vendors like the one in, in um, um, San, San Francisco, the vendor in New Orleans, um, who have, you know, lots of carts in the tens of tens. You know, they have 100 or more. So what do you, how do you determine where to stop, where to draw the line? Well, the best bet is is to become very good at your one, so good that you don't really need anything else, that the only reason you'd add another one is to provide more income but not more work. The problem is is we all jump in and there ends up being more work, especially if we didn't do enough due diligence or this is a new thing for most of us. You know, we get started and we get growing and we go, oh, yeah, I'll add this and I'll add this and I'll add this, and pretty soon you're overwhelmed. Well, it's different. You take somebody like Corey with O-Doggies. He's been on the show many times. He goes, and you can find him on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else, but if you – Go to his now. You know he had a, he has a ice cream bike. He has a cart. He has an enclosed trailer. He has a restaurant. A restaurant now, right? And yeah. And now here's the deal, though. Where is he putting his time in the restaurant? He's using his other stuff, leasing out, renting out, doing that kind of stuff. But he's not trying to run all of them. It's impossible. It's it's impossible if you want to keep your sanity. My point is is. You can grow it. You can have 17 carts if you do it correctly. But sometimes it's just not worth it. And I'm not trying to talk you out of multiple cart businesses, okay? It would serve me well for you to buy multiple carts, um, especially from benscarts.com. That can be found on the web at any with any iPhone or <laughs> Android device. So either way, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome to do it. I want you to be aware that oftentimes we get tired of it. We get we just tired of it. It, it gets too big, too, and, and the reward isn't as big as you think once you start doing more. Let me let Jason in here real quick. Jason, tell, tell me um, some of the top things that you entrepreneurs often forget when they think about adding another business entity or another part of their business like you know one of the things that you know you forget you don't you forget that you're going to have um twice the ice to buy twice the gas to buy 
now people to deal with, employees maybe. Yeah, I mean, one of my girls ran ice cream truck out of gas today on her way to a job. Got to turn around, go back, push the truck off the road, get fuel. You know, there's always more headaches. Employees are, you know, uh, they're the, uh, you know, I guess my biggest headaches, employees. You know, my main guy this week, uh, not my chef, one of my other guys on Thursday said, uh, I called him. I'm like, yo, where are you? You're late. No, I'm off, remember? I said, no, you're not. He said, it's in a calendar. Yeah, I have a paper calendar, and I have a calendar on my phone and the Mac. It's not in there. Yeah, I'm off for a wedding. When are you coming back? Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I got wineries through the weekend. I got pro mountain bike races. Drop back and punt. You know, what are you going to do? Unreal. Fall back, fall back on you. Oh, yeah, and it makes you look bad. And, and all that marketing work, all that effort can can go through the window with you not being reliable. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I got it covered, but it's just, you know, it's a headache. And, it's, you know, here you think you've got it covered and you're going to go do something with the family. And guess what? You can't call the pro mountain bike place and go, hey, I had an employee. You're going to love this story. He, he thought he put it on the calendar that he was leaving for a wedding, but he wasn't. And um, he's gone. And so we won't be there. You 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 will ruin yourself with these little things. These little things, basically, by adding more business sections to your business, more revenue centers, you will end up with creating more headaches and more um, and more risk. Your risk goes up exponentially when you add other people in the mix. It Those does the paperwork. Yeah, that's his paperwork. What three days? Yeah, the weekend. Um, here's something to consider. If you want to grow your business and you want multiple carts, I would encourage you to first get something up and running successfully, whether it be an ice cream bike, a cart, a concession stand, a concession trailer, whatever it is, and get it to the point when I say successfully, you don't have to run it anymore. Somebody else is trained and knowledgeable and can run it and would treat it just like you. You've weeded through the crap employees, you've gotten it figured out, and you've got a system in place, and that truck or cart is booked, you know its location, it's going to be at the this place every Saturday, and this place, you know, Monday through Thursday, whatever it is. When you can get to that point where you don't have to work it every day, where you're just basically the pencil pusher, then consider opening another one. I have people call me all the time, hey, Ben, I'm... I'm um, I'm, I'm thinking about taking some of my 401k. I just I got laid off, and, and I have a small 401k, and I'm thinking about taking some of that and buying a few of these carts and, and getting people to work. And I go, whoa, no, hell no, don't do it. Um, not because I don't want the sales, but because the odds are not in their favor of making it. If this is their first venture out, and they're going to buy three or four or five or six carts and go, Woohoo! I'm now an entrepreneur. Um, you'll be more like an entrepreneur, and 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 your bank account will reflect that as well. There's too much to learn, and and it can all be done, but it's got to be done in steps. You have to do it in steps. If you try to skirt the the facts, if you try to go around it or shortcut it, you'll end up with a, a hodgepodge mess that is not effective or efficient, or you'll just lose sleep is what you'll do.
Yeah, but even when you got it going, I mean, something as simple as, you know, we've been using sales view for how long now, Ben? Two years? Two years, right? yeah, yeah. I just, I went back to Square, I don't know, right after the last show because I had bad readers. And uh, the replacements for the replacements didn't last more than a week. Oh, my god! And then when gosh. you call them, they wanted, uh, I don't know, twenty nine ninety five to ship it. And, oh, holy uh, crap. I flipped my lid, all the guys over at Square, they blame Mercury. I said, well, then you need to start finding a new uh, processor. They hand and hauled, no problem. Signed up with Square. I'm using Square almost a month. You know, looking at a couple other options, but in the meantime, still going to take credit cards. You know, I, I agree. I agree. That. You can have everything going, employees, everything. And bam, what do you do? You got a truck out somewhere and they can't take credit cards. More than a quarter of your sales are a credit card. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, you'll love this one. I don't know if you saw it on the blog. I buried it inside a blog about lighting up your cart. Um, the, the, the lady calls me this week and says that a customer burned their hand on chili that dripped off the dog and down the like in the small of their hand right here, um, between the thumb, is the way she explained it. And I basically said, well, it's something the insurance company would handle. And she goes, well, I don't have insurance. And I went, what the hell? Uh, have you heard of Street Food Vendor TV and Hot Dog Vendor Radio? <laughs> um, have you ever heard of Jason Brown? <laughs> uh, you don't start a business. You don't sling the first hot dog without insurance. Um, it, it aggravated me a little bit. I helped her, and, and I told her things, options she had and stuff. But, but I want you to know, um, the one, don't call me for legal advice. Um, if you, but insurance, it, it, should be, it should be mandatory. I, I believe it should be. I should be. You know, if, if people aren't going to do it, the state should mandate they do it. And I know a lot of people will be pissed off that I said that but um, because of the whole smaller government thing. But I'm thinking that somebody – and that was just a small incident – probably won't even go very far. But think about that lady that got burned in, you know, between the legs with the coffee from McDonald's, the $2 million lawsuit that made history. Those types of things – you need to be protected against. You shouldn't even have a cart and, and without insurance. If you're going to be vending at all, and I don't care how small or how big you are, consider it a part of doing business and, and get insurance. If you go over to the blog you're right now. A year, man. That's nothing compared to what you could pay out for something like that. Yeah, exactly. You can go to, um, to their website. that we Jason told us about this a couple of years back, but um, – Flip Insurance. It's Food Liability Insurance. And FLIprogram.com. Yeah, they they are cheap. Cheap. Two ninety nine a year. Okay? And you can $2 million dollar liability. Yeah, that's that's a less than a dollar a day. For now listen to this, and I told this lady this the same thing. I said, Do you realize that right now, for less than a dollar a day, you could have had somebody else fighting this battle, that attorney would have sent a letter to you. You would have forwarded it to the insurance company, and that would have been the end of that. They would deal with it. They have lawyers. Yep. 
and and they they may go through you, but now the attorney's going to go through them. And that's why you have insurance is to protect yourself. And there's companies and organizations like this that have that have said, "Hey, we'll assume the risk for this much money." Kind of like your car insurance, your homeowner insurance, renter's insurance, whatever you've got. But I just wouldn't do this. You, you work so hard and you do so much to get started in this business. The red tape gets cut. You go through the, the trial and error. You go through the training. You go through it all. And you're now a successful business. And you're one incident, one accident, one injury away from losing that and everything else. And on top of that, like this lady, she, the, the attorney told her, because she called, she called freaked out when she got this letter from him. So she called the attorney. And the attorney told her, um, you could lose everything you own. And, and she goes, well, my business is a separate thing. And he goes, it doesn't matter. You're, you're the one that served it. Um, and so I just would have insurance. I'd have insurance. And well, you know, the first, what, 10 people to call, the doggies is picking up the tab, right? Exactly. <laughs> 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 just saying if you was awake. Welcome, Corey. It's good to see you. Yeah. We yeah were, how's everybody doing? We were already talking bad about you earlier. Congratulations. I, I heard that. Yeah, granddaughter. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, that's going really well. I, Susan's, Susan's still out of town right now, so I'm just kind of batching it with my son here too so that's cool one day at a time yeah. so um it makes you appreciate your wife even more when when she's not around um undoubtedly i'm like i i've had my wife leave for a couple of days before to go help her mom or somebody sick in the family and i'm i'm ready to put up you know runway lights and banners and a parade when she gets back <laughs> i'm in panic exactly. mode after about an hour, I, I'm on. You know, I, I come from my office or something, and I'll I'll go up up into the house, and and she's not there, and I'm like, oh crap! It's like somebody left me in the woods. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you some questions though, Corey. Um, and and sure. before I do, let me finish this real quick. I wanted to tell everybody I did put um, Flip's ad or Flip's logo and stuff on the learn hot dogs blog it's also in the resources it's been there for two years but i made it more prominent because vendors say well like this lady i didn't know i, did, I really didn't know about it. and she had called about getting insurance and she got insurance covering the vehicle being towed but she didn't know the extent that you, that you need liability and so now she does and now she's covered right. and i i just hope that um if you're out there vending, you're listening to my words as they come across the interwebs right now, you don't have insurance, please get insurance. And that way you don't have scary stories. Um, Corey, we were talking about the horrors that are um, expanding. You know, a lot of us were, you know, that type 1 personality, type A personalities, where we're go, 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 go. But there's a lot to learn there, and you can you can sink quickly if done wrong. Sure. What what have yeah, you it's, what uh, have you learned from it? <laughs> well, you know, no matter how how many uh, carts you get or how far you expand, uh, there's still no way to clone Susan and I. <laughs> you know, so there's <laughs> you know, regardless, like Jason was talking about with employees, you know, you either 
get to that point where you're going to have to bite the bullet and, and do employees or just be content with, you know, staying a smaller size and, and making a living that way too. You know, we're, we're actually getting ready. We've, we've bitten the bullet, so to speak. And, and we've got a few employees that actually start training them tomorrow and uh, they'll actually just be helping out the storefront uh, to where that'll give us opportunities, you know, from time to time to do more with the cart uh, and, and, get them trained up to where they can take the car from time to time too. So we're just slowly expanding a little bit. I mean, we have so many different opportunities coming up and, you know, there's only so many times you tell someone that, uh, you know, we can't do it before I, I realize, you know, we probably ought to hire some employees so we can take some of those opportunities up, you know, but there are a lot of headaches that go with it. You know, I mean, there's a lot of, I would say time management is the biggest thing. You really have to make sure you have, you know, everything in line. Uh, because you'll just drive yourself crazy if you don't, uh, you know, start paying attention to, to some of the small details. Well, something you mentioned several times just now was slowly, slowly. We've slowly done this. We've slowly done that. And and that's wise words um, and, and may have, be, have not have taken hold in some people's heads that you need to take it slowly. You need to take your time. You were You could have hired people a year ago. You probably could have hired people when you added your concession trailer. And, oh, sure. and and you you it could have risked your business because now you have another year under your belt and and instead right. of trying to keep everything running simultaneously you've done a little bit of each and now you've got a storefront up and there's other things that come along too though there's there's the potential for you're you're putting more risk out there when you grow bigger and i don't have any problem with growing bigger i want people to grow bigger but I want them to do it the safest way possible. Jason, wake up. Yeah, uh, you know, like you said, just growing slowly. Each year we would just, you know, one extra thing, you know. So the first year was the car, the second year was the trailer, and our third year was the store. Yeah, that may sound fast, you know, but, but it really is. We just kind of uh, took it one step at a time, you know. I can see 100% why when people jump into the restaurant business and go straight into the storefront, how 80% of them fail, you know, because they don't have, you know, that slow growth up into it. It's, I, I, I'm glad that, honestly, that, you know, we were somewhat forced into the direction we went because uh, it would have been a, a nightmare to just jump straight in the storefront. And, and I don't recommend storefront for everybody. It just it kind of, you know, it worked it out for It fit for what you were doing. Yeah, it fits y'all. Um, and, right. and some people, it fit. it's a perfect fit. But a lot of us started this business to because of the opportunities that mobile offers. Well, you didn't get rid of mobile. You've just added another right. revenue center, but with that creates more risk, more liability, more more employees, more headaches. But if done right, like you've done it, you've done this slowly and gradually over three years, um, that's my point. I want people to understand they have to do it that way if they want the best chance for success. Right. Okay, yeah, so and you know, like we keep on saying, it's it's always a lot of work. So you give know, us it, give uh, us the update, though, Corey. I, although, for, except for Jason, you know, yeah, he's got it made. I mean, he what was he in Vail, Colorado, or something for a week skiing, and then he was at the Pocono. Um, he just kind of mills around and collects checks, right? I wish. <laughs> yeah, right. Michael Woods comes up here. I might chain him to a cart and run. <laughs> he sent me, I don't know if he emailed me or was on Facebook or something. I think he's like 20 days away, and I just thought, hmm, 
Let's see, some chains, you know, we can handcuff them in. You know, and then I can get a couple days. <laughs> oh, tell him he can eat all he wants. Yeah, I, I heard it. Um, Pizza Man was there. Um, <laughs> Domino's. That's it. <laughs> the alarm on the oven, so. Come join me, man. So, what about um, an update, Corey? Um, and then we're going to take some calls. But I wanted to get an update on your restaurant opening. Sure. Yeah, everything has just been. Uh, you know, we opened up the day before graduation at the university, and um, you know there was just several of the. The kids that were graduating, you know, we've, we've got to be kind of like mom and dad away from them, you know. And so we just wanted to make sure we opened up the storefront before they left. And then, you know, this this town, you know, the student population uh, is a big part of, of revenue in this in this town. And so uh, for us, we didn't weren't sure how that was going to go. But as it worked out, the fact that we just moved three blocks closer to campus, and that's all it is. We're still on the same street and everything. We're just three blocks closer. Uh, we've actually gotten busier than than what we were before the students left. Wow! Uh, you know, we picked up faculty from the university. And, you know, and uh, a lot of the local businesses uh, were just in a little bit different area. It allows them to just walk straight there to us, and and uh, there was no area there to, for us to park a cart before. So it was we were just stuck kind of where we were, which was really good where we were before anyway. But uh, so businesses picked up they probably twenty percent. I mean, it, it's been unbelievable, which usually. Any month that starts with a J in this town, because the students are usually gone. January, July, they're typically slower than, and uh, we've actually picked up. So things are going well there. Um, you know, we I can't stress enough for people, and it's all free stuff on the internet to do. Uh, get registered on Yelp, get registered on Urban Spoon, TripAdvisor, all those things, and and just uh, it's amazing how many people we have that are traveling, you know, down the interstate and, and stop at O'Doggies because they've seen us on TripAdvisor and we you know we're the we're the number one restaurant in Rolla, Missouri and, and I didn't even know that. You know, someone had put us on there and, and given us some good reviews and, and so it's just amazing what, what can happen just for free registration on, on the internet, you know. That is incredible. That's cool. He's gonna be pushing out the bookstore next to put in more tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll be headlines on the uh, September newspaper and the college camp. Oh, doggies push the bookstore out. Need more tables. It's been a good experience. You know, it's definitely nothing uh, we've regretted. It was kind of a leap of faith, and you know, we had people saying, "Oh, that's gonna be a you know career suicide for you to move." indoors because it is, there is something that's a novel idea about the car in the trailer and, and I love the car in the trailer I really do uh, and that's why we designed the store the way we did you know we blank slate when we went in the store and so we designed it to where it was filled that small kind of hole in the wall secret place you know but yet everybody knows it about and it's just uh, it's still the hangout you know right and people love to, to come there and grab their quick bite to go and and gone you know and and for us, our, our probably from 11 to 2 is our just crazy busy hours. I mean, we'll have a line uh, that's that's nonstop, and especially when the students come back. And so our, our biggest worry this year was when the students come back, we don't want all the local the local people to just say, oh, we got to go somewhere else because we got to contend with, you know, the students. So we're 
uh, one of the people we've hired will actually help run during the lunchtime from 11 to 2. We have a surf uh, on the sidewalk side of our store. And so we'll have, uh, I'll be running the window and then the other person will be running inside. So we can serve two lines now. Um, so when the students come back, we can help hopefully move those lines a little bit faster. So there's just things, you know, whether you're in the cart or in a store or whatever, if you've always got to be looking for ways to, to improve, you know, whether it's improving your menu, increasing, you know, your time, revenue, anything. I mean, you've always got to be trying to look for ways to, to improve your business. Even well, small. that's good advice. I'm glad you figured out a solution so that, so that you didn't. That was good thinking ahead about the locals, the business owners and stuff that may not want to contend with the, the students. Um, that was smart thinking. Right. Um, I think that we have a Mr. Michael Wood from um, the Georgia area. Doug's dog's good, good on the line with us. What's up, guys? Howdy, howdy. Y'all hey, doing hey. good tonight? We're doing fantastic. How are you? Tell Jason if he can't get any handcuffs with fur on them, I'm not coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, I had a, a big event this week, and I'm about to give out. I, I did uh, a high school, local high school. I fed all the teachers and the, and the staff. Uh, it was like 116 meals in two hours. And so oh, I, wow. I, I, yeah. <laughs> it was wide open. They, uh, I, I started setting up and cooking hot dogs, and the girl come up, and she had like, 15 people behind her, and it was all the cooks and the cafeteria people, and and she said, are you ready? And I said, no, it's only 10.30. I said, I'm not serving until 11.30. And she says, oh, I'm early. <laughs> <laughs> so we just, we went ahead and started at 11 and, and got them going, and, but um, other than that, the, the, you were talking about everybody, you know, getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, my biggest problem with getting bigger is I started out with my big dog cart, and um, then I bought a 6'12 six foot, uh, foot 12 enclosed trailer to haul around all the extra stuff that I've bought over the years and also to keep my cart in. I, I stored in that. You know, I've got a freezer, refrigerator, and it just seems like I just you know, keep getting things, and, um, but it doesn't, you know, I guess it's different for me is because I'm not going in debt buying these things. Everything's self, uh, the, the cart pays for itself, and uh, so I'm pretty lucky about that, and, but I'm so busy now, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just wide open, it's, uh, I'm still working on my wife kitchen and uh that's kind of slowed everything down but uh you know it just you got to take what you want to do is i think the biggest advice you know if somebody wants to get big and huge you know just when you step off the ledge you know remember that you're going to have to work your butt off and absolutely you know kind of like Jason. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Ben to come out of my checks to start. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad I thought it was just me if I hadn't got them yet. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder if that was a scam or something. <laughs> 1995 for that button. <laughs> <laughs> I left a couple messages on his helpline. 
And then and then I hear that he's trying to buy a, a smoker. So I guess he's going to try to do like we do in the South and, and cook barbecue. Uh, but oh God, I'm so tired. But uh, <laughs> well, the other thing, <laughs> the other thing y'all been talking about is that square. I've been using Square since I started, and that's the only thing I've ever used. It's simple, stupid. It don't take a, a real smart person to do it. You swipe the card, and you get your money. And it's 2.75% on each swipe. I use it mostly for corporate events. I do have a few events that I do that everybody and their brother wants to give me a credit card. And um, I guess because of the type area that it is that that event's in, but a lot of corporations that I do event big events for will not take or don't want to pay by check or cash. They want to pay by credit card, and that was my motivation of getting the square. Well, I'm with you. I mean, I use my debit card about everywhere. Um, yeah. I, I I rarely have cash on me. No, you're married. That's right. (laughs) And I have teen kids. (laughs) Well, Michael, I appreciate um, you letting us know about that. I I mentioned you at the beginning of the show about that you you dang sure had the opportunity to expand. And you've you've kept awesome records, so you know percentage-wise how much you've gone up in this every year and how much you've done in this. And and so... um, you've obviously you've learned how to make more money fine-tuning the current business without adding an additional headache with additional um, carts or or trailers or whatever well my sales are up 5.72 percent as of right now from (laughs) from last year at the same time Uh, I I just happen to know that off the top of my head but uh, <laughs> what I do want to know, and I know you've been skating around this, and I probably know why you've been skating around it. Uh, when are you going to put the schematic for the new trailers out, and the price list, and the options, um, and picture? I, I probably put it on Facebook too quick because I got bombarded with emails over the next few days after that, and and Keith, my partner, goes, "What in the hell?" Did you do that for? I kept sending him emails going, we need to know this. And I'd text him, hey, I need to know this. And, and the bottom line is, is we've, we've only done this like custom stuff before. And this is going to be a production trailer. We're going to put it into production, have multiple options. It will have two steam tables. It will have um, um, uh, just a myriad of options you can put on. Yeah. It's going to have about anything you could want, and and then options to change stuff however you want. It there's things that I'm not sure of yet until we know. Um, you know how this is, where you don't know how much labor is going to go into this, so you can't price this part yet. So we're working on it, and we're going to create a figure, and then and come up with something. My goal is I'm shooting for under ten grand, a nicely equipped, good insulated mobile concession trailer that you can make a lot of money with. That's my goal I'm shooting for. So that doesn't answer all your questions, but it gives you a price area. Okay? Um, The schematics and stuff probably won't be up for another couple weeks. I've got a meeting this week um, with with several people 
trying to figure out what we need to create these things in the cart, the layout, and to to meet most of state's requirements. So we're playing with things still, and so I probably should have never mentioned it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make my wife mad. Uh, my my <laughs> wife got quite upset when when I said, "Look at this, honey. <laughs> this is what we need." <laughs> And well, she it's said, coming. no, 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 no. <laughs> it, it's but, coming. Uh, I'll probably have everything on the website by the end of August, maybe the middle of September, um, give or take. But I will give updates um, online. I've got more pictures okay. to post online, but decided not to um, <laughs> because I was scared. I'll tell you what, I, I, I'll, look, I'll look around November for it. How's that? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. You'll only be a couple months I, early then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let me get off this line. I just wanted to holler at y'all and, and say hello. And yes, Jason, I will be there in about 20 days. And I definitely will come by and see you. You can maybe teach me how to run a food truck. There you go. Well, he can well, teach or, or you. Or I'll let you know where I'm at. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get those trouble handcuffs this week. I wrote a note on my desk. <laughs> do you have you insurance? You <laughs> do, do you have insurance? I'm just curious. <laughs> nah, so don't burn I, your don't burn your hand with chili. Yeah, I, I got a I got a I got a burn on my arm right now from the big dog the other day when I was wide open. I burnt my arm. It's not bad. It's just a little place, but it, even as long as I've been doing this, I still touch the cart in the wrong place and and or get in a hurry doing things. So, oh yeah. You know, but you, you learn. I mean, it just you know things happen. And but yeah, everybody, if you don't have insurance, you, I know you've heard it a thousand times. You better get some. And the only other thing I would recommend you have besides the yellow pad, is a good CPA. Um, <laughs> yeah, yellow right. pad will work when you start out, but you eventually need a CPA. Well, you need and, a CPA uh, by the end of your first year, so you can file, so they can go through your yellow pad. Yep. <laughs> My, <laughs> mine gets a stick <laughs> with all the answers. But anyway, y'all have a good night, guys, and we'll we'll talk to y'all next month. Appreciate you, Michael. Have a good one. All right, um, folks, we have um, several other calls holding, and I'll be getting to you. Don't worry. I know we're um, – I'm going to let the show run a little long. If we'll, As long as we have calls, I'll take calls tonight. Um, let's see. I wanted to mention something. Um, Michael already mentioned the, um, the trailer, but I wanted to mention we have a day in the life of a hot dog vendor. One of the most asked questions I get is – can you film somebody on a cart so I can see every part of every day, how they work, how, what do they do, how do they do this, how do they do that? So um, over multiple days filming, um, we have it. We have a course, basically, that you can get day in the life. Um, it's at learnhotdogs.com. It's at benscarts.com. You can get that course um, and see every step, how they stock stuff, how they put stuff up, how a vendor does wraps this up to go here. All the little intricacies of the business, when you walk away from that, you'll have five years of experience because the vendor um, that was just on the phone did all of it. Um, he, it is him that we followed around, and he 
All his tips, tricks, and ideas are in that. So feel free to check that out. Um, you can see a preview video on that as well. Now, the next thing, um, we have a caller, area code um, 423. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey, Ben, how's it going? Doing good. Is it? Who's All right, this? great. This is freaking Franks. <laughs> oh, how we doing? Oh, I'm doing. I was the one that did Bristol. Yeah, yeah. How's um, Yeah. Well, what are you have for us tonight? <laughs> I end up with a thousand dogs sitting back. They really? want to get in there and they want to get out, yeah. Unless uh, you're on that property, you ain't going to make nothing. Yeah, you got to be all but, the way in, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, my question is, I, I got a used car, and uh, I'm still kind of struggling. Me and my wife do a lot of uh, car shows and stuff. And, you know, we do the Volkswagen shows like down there in Sevierville. But uh, my question is, right now I'm having a problem with uh, a flame blowing back out by my handles, the, the knobs. And I was re- struggling with the yellow flame, you know, just blacking up all my pans. So somebody mentioned to me about changing the orifice. So I changed the orifice, but now I'm having blowback. And I about lost my boys the other day. So uh, <laughs> what do you think? Okay, well, I got to protect the boys. There's definitely a gas-air mixture issue. Keith okay. did a video one time where he crawled under a cart and showed, listen, I can put a fan under here, but look here. He, he showed you a flame without pans in a cart, and I believe it was on a used cart. And he showed the flame, and, and it was, you know, the right height that you'd want. Then he put the pans in there, and the flame shot up, creating the black soot people get on their pans. Yeah. The bottom. Yeah. So it was a matter of turning the flame down further, because once that perfect airflow is reached, you'll get the maximum efficiency of your, um, your, your gas, and you won't be wasting it. That black soot is wasted gas. It's unburnt. Okay or partially burnt gas. It's just nasty. Yeah. So what this blowback issue, is it when you light it or when you turn it off, or is it just any time it just blows back? Well, any time if I, I turn it on, if I turn it up too high, it might take a little bit, but, boy, sucker will let you know, sir. What do you, what do you mean? What, what is, describe what it's doing. Like, is it igniting is it, unburnt fumes under the pans? No, it's igniting out the handle. <laughs> I mean, you know, where the the knob goes into the... <laughs> the cart, right? Yeah. So it's coming out. I mean, like, there's gas leaking out the, where the knob is. Okay, then that sounds like um, a, a bad seal, but it could be a pressure issue, which means you could have a pressure regulator problem at the tank. Okay. So if well, it's, it's all brand new, too, though. Well, that doesn't mean crap. Um, pressure regulators, I've gotten bad ones. Um, I've gotten a, a, a whole batch of bad ones. So it, it, it's something that happens. If that pressure's not perfect, plus there's some other things that can cause this. Sometimes you can have the gas on too high as far as t- the gas open wide on your tank, and then the ambient temperatures create a buildup of pressure, and you, okay. end, up, you end up blowing gas out of the seals which aren't are yeah. meant to prevent that, but it can happen if it exceeds the the um pressure the seal's recommended pressure strength. So yeah. I would I guess what I do is um if you'll email me, I'll put you in touch with Keith and maybe Keith will have an idea 
of something you can try um, okay. that will help resolve it. All right. All right. All right. Sounds great. I All sure right. appreciate it. Come down to the bug show uh, down there in Sevierville next month, and maybe I'll see you there. Yeah, I'm planning on it. My wife, um, her favorite vehicle is the 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 bug. The, well, not the bug, but the VW van. And when they do these yeah. bug shows, they always have the vans. Oh yeah, we got we got a West End. We got an old '68 Beetle. And we have a lot of fun at them. Good, good. But all right, hey, I sure appreciate it, and I like your show. So, sounds good. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. All, all right, right, folks. I've got a caller. This next one, it doesn't tell me a number, so I'm just going to pick it up, and we'll hope for the best. Um, caller, um, you should be able to hear us. Hello, hello. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hello. Hello. Hello, Mr. Frankfurter. <laughs> I'm Andrew, and I listen to your program every night when I take my evening bath with my mudkip. And I rub my nipples and listen to you. I love the way you cook hot dogs, and you are brilliant. All right, that sounded a little weird, so um, I, I deleted him. <laughs> that, that was what. What scares me is it could be a friend who's pranking me, um, but Jason is here, and I can see him. And but it do, it would surprise me if it was Brian Shores. And it kind of sounded like him. Did it not? It did. It sounded a little like Brian Shores. Um, and it, it was dialed in as a blocked number, which usually I don't. I just ignore those. But um, a minute ago I said we had several calls waiting. I think we had 11 waiting. And then it went to one waiting after that last gentleman, and so I picked it up. It was a blocked call. <clears throat> I think it was Brian Shores, though. Um, <laughs> I often listen to it in my tub, my bath. <laughs> I swear that sounds like Brian Shores. I'll kill him. <laughs> oh, flipper. Well, um, if y'all don't know Brian Shores, he, he used to come on the show quite a, a bit. He had a, um, a concession trailer, and um, he is hilarious. And that may have been him that I just muted out. <laughs> still talking. No, I, I he's gone. I I disconnected him. Yeah, he's still going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I disconnected him. Um anyway, I I've got um I hope I got everybody. No, I've got another call here. Hold on just a second. Area code six three one. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor T V. Hey Ben, hey Corey, hey Jason, uh Ray from Long Island, New York. How's everybody? Doing good, Ray. How are you? Doing good, Ray. Good, good. Hey, uh, I'm going to be moving down to Fort Lauderdale, and I was wondering if you guys are aware of having a resident, being a resident for a certain period of time before able, being able to start up a business. Do you guys know uh, anything about that? That sounds illegal. Yeah. Okay. Um, your your federal constitution, you know, your constitutional rights um, would trump any okay. state law. Um, but that doesn't stop okay. states from making stupid ass laws because they do. Um, but it doesn't mean okay. it doesn't mean it's easily it, it may be easily overcomable. So, but I've never heard okay. of anything like that. All right, good, good. One other thing, uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, puts salt 
in the in the ice water and make it colder quicker. Have you ever heard of that one? Yep, um, that's how you make homemade ice cream. Oh, okay, there you go. But just a tip for some of the listeners in case they didn't know about that. I think it's a great idea. Um, it's a fantastic idea. There's people that um, one of our vendors told us this has been probably three years ago. Um, told us about putting like hot drinks. He had hot drinks. He ran out, and all he had was hot drinks. And he put them in a metal tub. He put ice in there with them and water and lots of salt. And, okay. and I believe that he said, and this may be wrong. I'll have to look it up on the blog. I think he told me five minutes to completely chill um, 100 cans. Wow. Which is way faster than a freezer. Um, While and, I got you guys on the line, uh, any tips for Fort Broward County, Fort Lauderdale, about vending hot dogs? Don't know their codes. Don't know anything um, off the top of my head. Um, but okay. vending is vending anywhere. Um, okay. Just fi- find a location that's good, and you will be successful. If uh, there's several steps in there, but the point is, is if you provide a good product and you're um, consistent with your hours or consistently there offering the, a good product um, and friendly to people, your business will do nothing but grow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I uh, learned recently about a woman who was doing it down there who could no, no longer do it in Fort Lauderdale, and uh, she says it's a real good place to go and then uh, give it a shot. She says just be determined and uh, remember your constitutional rights. Well, good. Yeah. I, right. I, I wish you I well with it. Thank you very much, Ben. Thank you. Have a good one. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Area code 417, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hello, Ben. Hello, Jason. Hey. Hello, Corey. Hey. John Cavanaugh. Holy crap. Oh, John. John Cavanaugh. Holy crap is right. It's been about a year since you've been on the show. It's been a while ago, yeah. It's yeah. a little weird uh, delay on live, uh, so I'm not getting to see your words, and I'm closing my eyes right now, so I don't have to look at you. Yeah, don't don't stare at the thing. <laughs> That's um, always a good idea, anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, at my age, you know, it, the mirror just gets broken, so I just leave it be. <laughs> so, three guys. In fact, there's no question about that. Probably nothing. The three guys most responsible for the success that we're having are on this show right now. All three of you. Well, and I, I, uh, I don't have. I really don't have words enough to thank any of you. Um, you know, Corey and, and Jason and Ben. Ben, you let out, and uh, you know, you just have a, a group of great people around you, and we've developed friendships, and you know, just kept on pouring on the uh, the advice and, and the encouragement. And this has been a breakout year for us, uh, you know, on the cart. I am uh, just just eternally grateful. I don't really have words for it. I just wanted to call in and tell you all when I saw your faces there, I had to say hello. Well, I'm glad that you did, John. Um, you, you inspire me because many people that would face challenges and some obstacles will quit. And, and they'll go get a regular job. Well, not only did you go get a regular job, you did it part-time, but you kept your focus on your business. And with the help of people like Jason and Corey, you made it. And you made it in a good way. You said it was a breakout year. It's been an exceptional year. And, and you stayed with it. That's, that's commendable because most people don't. 
Well, I, you know, yeah, you I feel like a lot of things in the woods sometimes. Really, it's all about you persevering and sticking with it when, when you know, 90% of those out there are giving up, you know. That's yeah. why there's so many carts here in a couple months. We'll see carts for sale left and right because a lot of people didn't stick with it like you are. You could have got an optimistic tarot card reader to done what I did. So <laughs> <laughs> that's only $35 in my town. So you'd have been... You'd have been um, just as well off. This is your work. I mean, you've done it, and that's impressive. Um, I, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm also I'm happy to call you a friend. Well, I, I feel the same. Uh, looking forward to have you come down again in maybe uh, another November and go to your go to your uh, uh, thing, and we'll grab some dinner somewhere. But um, I I would love it. I enjoyed that Bass Pro or whatever we were at last time. Uh, we went to Hemingway's at Bass Pro. That's right. That's right. Uh, so just to give you kind of an update on, uh, how things are going, uh, you know, the only really regular gig, what's, what's great about, and, and primarily by accident, uh, Facebook has driven, you know, us up to the number one search on Google in Springfield. We've ended up, along with Corey, in fact, in the most recent publication, uh, that, uh, got, uh, garnered some calls. In fact, it, it drove some people that saw this magazine article, Corey, you might remember the top nine carts in Missouri. Um, right. it, it drove some people from Wichita. They drove all the way down to get a dog, and then saw we had lobster rolls, and said, "I'm getting a, I'm getting a lobster roll." So, uh, and Jason, that's you know that's your doing. We started yeah. the farmers market last year in a, in uh, let's see, it was late in the year, uh, it, it, somewhat at your behest. You know, go check out a farmers market. So we did, and it turns out it's the 15th largest farmers market in the United States. Uh, and they didn't have a hot dog or so here I came. And we rolled out, you know, very sheepishly 10 rolls at a time, and that has grown to 50 rolls uh, on a Saturday. So, you know, that, that represents a, a pretty large nut when you're, when you're knocking down 50 rolls in five hours. Uh, in fact, generally speaking, we're sold out by about 1030. We never even make the lunch. Uh, you know, people are coming from all over the place just to get lunch. Early, don't you? What's that? Usually uh, lobster real early. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we brought an extra 12, not this Saturday, the Saturday before, and we were out by 1030. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, good gracious. So, uh, you know, between lobster rolls and lemonade and, and just doing hot dogs and doing them right, uh, you know, it, it's really, people are looking for us, finding us. We're getting called for corporate events all the time now. And we're starting to get to that place where you can choose what you do. Um, and, in fact, you know, you're, we're kind of at that crossroads where we got, in some ways, too much work and not enough cart, you know, to uh, people to do it. So we're talking with my son and trying to make something like that happen. But, anyway, just it, it was honest and truly, you know, maybe I persevered or maybe I'm just stupid and hung on with, you know, two, two little rings or whatever it was. Uh, no, not really. Uh, but just hang on for dear life, and, and it started turning around. Uh, started last year, and it really just started turning on for us this summer. So, uh, you know, the three guys responsible for that, in my view, are, are on this program now. And and for anyone who's listening, these are the guys you need to listen to. I mean, you just do. Well, thank you. I thank you a bunch, yeah, John. <laughs> Folks, um, we have um. Uh, more callers, if y'all want to hang on. Um, this is a one of those weird area codes, which means it's not showing up somehow. Um, area code one one one. 
Um, you're live on Hot Dog Radio. Hello? All right. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go to another call. Um, area code three three six. You're live on Hot Dog hey. Radio Street Food Vendor TV. Hey Ben's John Farrell, hometown hot dogs, Mount Airy, North Carolina. Well, how you doing? I'm doing good. I've been uh out for about a month now I'm working. I've got my first event coming up next weekend. It's a cruise in with Expecting between 60 and 75 cars there. I'm just trying to get an idea of what kind of product I need to carry in there and how much. One of the toughest questions to answer um, in an accurate way is how much, um, when you're playing with so many variables, with any event or thing like this, a drive-in, you're you're talking so many variables. Weather can change things and people not show up. Um, right. So 30 dogs would be too many. Um, it could be a beautiful day and more than expected show up because the so-and-so got canceled in another town and you got busier than you ever dreamed and 300 dogs wasn't enough. Um, my advice always is to take enough that doesn't hurt your business. Like you have a room to store it. If it all fell to pieces, you'd have room to store it and it wouldn't hurt you financially. But take as right. much as you can, max that point out, and when you sell out, leave and call it a success. Whether that's 150 mils or 500 mils, prepare for it. Yeah, um, I was looking. I was looking at maybe carrying a hundred hot dogs. I'm only a block away from a food line, so I can send someone down to pick up more if I see that I would need them. That's smart. And I don't think a, I don't think a hundred would hurt me. I mean. No, that's, I mean, really, 100 hot dogs, if they're normal one-eighth dogs, eight-to-ones, you're looking at something like um, um, 50 customers, because most, most right. people will eat, too. Right. But, you know, thing in my favor, I'm so close to the grocery store, I could send a runner down there to pick me up some more if I see I'm going to sell out early. That's a good idea. My wife and I have done exactly the same, and it wasn't a block away. Okay. We, had a, we had a driver. <laughs> she had to right. run to the grocery store. Um, when I started getting low. So, yes, that's doable. And because of that, having that as a benefit, now you don't have to risk as much. Um, right. you, can start, you can start with a case, you know, of 80 hot dogs and go from there. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate your advice. I just, uh, being the first time out, just want to kind of get an idea of what you thought. And I'll let you know how I do. I would love to know how you do. That'd be fantastic. I'm using one of your cash cows. I really enjoyed it. Really had good luck with it so far. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I appreciate that. Appreciate you okay, uh, ben. telling us. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. Uh-huh. The um, I, I have heard from several vendors from North Carolina this week um, that <clears throat> that are doing good, that are doing events, doing one vendor's doing um, a downtown area, and he's doing really well. Um, that it's growing for a lot of people. One guy's at a flea market outside of Charlotte in some town, um, and I don't remember the town, but and he's doing kick butt. There's a lot of people doing good. Um, the it, it's all doable if you if you follow the directions and you and you do the steps. You, there is no luck involved. It's, it has to, everything is is you can do it if you do these steps. Period. Now sometimes you will run into some obstacles. And not sometimes, uh, you will run into obstacles. 
Um, but you can overcome those obstacles. You just heard from John Cavanaugh. I think John's been at this for, has it been three years? Yeah, he's going on three years. He yeah. started just a little bit after Jason and I. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, so pretty close. Yeah. And, and and he had some rough struggles. I mean, he picked up a job selling windows on the side so he could keep maintain it. And he did it. He found a location, and it's been a success, and things have grown for him, and that's fantastic. That's the difference between the people that fail and succeed. Um, And you, I have to credit both of y'all um, because a lot of the stuff y'all bring to the table, like Jason's brought a ton of ideas. Corey, you, you've been an inspiration because you're patient, and you – um, you've grown and you've shared your knowledge. You've shown your cart. You you built your first cart. You um, then you did your trailer, and now you're in a in a restaurant. And then you share some of the cool ideas like pay it forward. Um, your meal deal. Are you still doing that? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Every week we still we still do that. You know, and, and it's funny you say that. We have one guy that uh, the first time he got he got awarded the pay it forward. You know, he he bought his meal, and I'm like, no, it, it's on the house. This was probably a year and a half ago, and, and uh, every time he comes back now, he's buying one or two, you know, he's paying one or two meals forward every time because he, he, he just thought it was so cool to pay his meal that he, he wants to do that for someone else every time he comes in, you know. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's a cool deal. Yeah, I, I wish someone would do that for me sometime, <laughs> you know. It's a pretty neat deal. Yeah, I, I, it makes you feel good, and I'm I'm glad yeah. you you instigated something like that because th- those kinds of actions, it may not even be the value of the meal. Um, it it has ripple effects that are incredible. It can change somebody's whole freaking day. Who ends up oh, doing yeah. good things for somebody else that has nothing to do with hot dogs? It may be somebody that needs help. They broke down, or they need a tire change, or they they lost their keys to the car and need a ride home. Whatever it is, it puts us in a more generous mood, and I love that. It's it's part of the reason I love you know the Christmas season. It seems like people are more generous and helpful and happy, and it you you wish that could carry on twelve months out of the year. Right. Well, hey, by the way. Uh, Brian Brian Shore said it wasn't him. He's he's working right now. He but he says to tell everybody hi. So he's not in the tub. <laughs> well, I I would have left it going had it just been me. Um, and, and I've gotten some I've gotten some crazy voicemails. Um, th- but this I mean you're talking about the. Do what? <laughs> no, no, I have gotten some crazy ones though, um, and you know I'll say fans of the show, um, crazy. But if you like this, you're broadcasting live, and I don't have the option to beep it out, so I don't know where they're going with it. So once I feel like it, it may be getting derailed quickly, I'm going to cut it off. I try to keep my finger on the button when I pick up a call that I'm unsure of. So. Well, I've had a good a good night, um, and I look forward to um, next month. We'll be around. Uh, well, I've got more calls um, apparently. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no, um, area code six one five. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hey Ben, this is Randy. Hey Randy. Not nothing like waiting the last minute to to get in the host queue, but uh, I just had a comment of one of the first call or the. the the first email or something you read about talking to people, you know, as far as getting maybe be able to get set up. 
you know, whenever I uh, approach somebody, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll tell them I'm permitted, inspected, you know, and all that. I got 100 on my inspection or whatever my inspection was. I said uh, the benefit would be to, you know, most times it would draw more people in, and then before they even get to say anything else, I say, and the best thing I save the last is I won't, I, I don't charge anything for coming. So maybe it'll kind of uh, encourage them not to want to charge, charge me, you know, uh, unless it's a fundraiser or something. Right. Uh, but just setting up so that that kind of derails them saying, hey, you know, or if they do, then I'll say, well, we can do it on a percentage or whatever. But that's kind of basically how I handle it. Myself. That's good advice. Good advice, Randy. But uh, like I said, I always throw it before they get to say anything. I always put, you know, hey, I won't charge enough for coming. Whatever I sell, I sell. Uh, I just thought I'd throw that out there too. Well, I appreciate, it, Andy. I'm. I'm. Are you having a good summer? Well, I, I since I, I I had to cancel when I talked to you last. I had fallen in the garage and I was not able to actually set up. I had to cancel two weekends back to back. So I have not had anything to do. But I've got a flea market next weekend, so I'm kind of having withdrawals. So I need to get back <laughs> in. I tried to find some weekends set up and couldn't find nothing. So uh, we'll give it a shot again. Well, sounds good. So anyway, but then I'm having a pretty good summer so far. So anyway, uh, I just thought I'd throw it out there and get off the phone now. Well, I appreciate you, Randy. Have a good one, and feel free to call back anytime. All right, folks, um, I think that about does it. Um, maybe it doesn't. Hold on just a second. Um, <laughs> one dropped off, one dropped on. Um, Erico 360, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio Street Food Vendor TV. <laughs> I mean, you've done it, and that's impressive. Area code 360. Um, you want to turn down your stream so you can hear us. There you go. Yeah, the hey, stream's on a delay, and it'll, it'll just confuse you. Yeah, it didn't much confuse me anyhow. Right. So thanks for that. This is, this is Al with Shady Island Dogs. I have three questions for you if you have a minute. Sure. First one is, uh, when uh, I saw your, um, your video about that accident with the cream cheese. And I was wondering uh, what kind of volume, what, how much cream cheese accidentally sunk in to those onions, you know? Um, if if I'm using about seven or eight normal size, and I call a normal size about an, an apple size onion, right. not an, right. not one of those enormous great white onions, um, just a normal size onion, <clears throat> um, I and I'm using seven or eight of those and a can of Coke, I'm going to put in about a fourth of a cup of cream cheese accidentally. <laughs> okay. A quarter cup and a full cup of can of Beautiful. All righty. I'll just wondering about that. The next one is um, somewhere in the many, many videos and uh, radio talks that I've heard, there was a name of a um, stainless steel paint. Uh, I have a used uh, big dog, and someone, I guess, at one point had cranked up the, uh, the right burner and it's just, just sort of toasted it a tad, and I want to clean that up. Can you, do you um, remember that at all? Yep. Um, the paint that works the best and it's um, food grade safe is you can get it at Lowe's, and okay. it will say the color on it is aluminum. Beautiful. It's just at Lowe's. Um, it's a Rust-Oleum okay. product. Rust-Oleum. Thanks. Okay. Um, the last one was the the dog park. How do I find the dog on dog park? How do I get on that? <laughs> That's food um, vendors, the, isn't it? The dog park. 
I'm not sure yeah. I follow you. Well, is it... What's that? I'm I'm not sure. Are you talking about a forum or something on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's on the mobile food vendor. I think you go through them, but I'm not entirely sure. I keep hearing people talk about it. I'm not sure how to get there. Am I mishearing? I guess. I don't know. I'm not I'm I I'm not privy to any information on on okay. a dog park, but I have um I know that there is roadfood.com and mm-hmm. and and now there's one just for street vendors called streetvendorforum.com. Oh. And okay. and I, and Michael Wood, he he's been on here before. He's one of the admins there, and and there's there's old vendors, new vendors alike, sharing information, helping each other out. Excellent! I'm loving this. This is wonderful. And I just want to give a shout out um, to the um, the Hot Dog Mafia T-shirt. I just left something on your site. Uh, I got I received my the new one last night. I put it on this morning to go out and do some shopping. I stopped in at a <laughs> shop, and the the owner begged me to set up at his place seven days a week if I could, just because of that T-shirt. Oh, so, wow. You know, cheer, oh. Yeah, yeah, kudos to, to Renee. Uh, it's a that's a product. for Renee, I, yeah. You know, and I didn't tell, I hope that's okay. Um, and I oh, didn't say good. word one. I, I didn't say word one. The owner said, well, hey, what's, what's this about your T-shirt? So I I filled him in, and next thing I know, he was tripping over himself, literally begging me to set up. I said, two to three days a week. He said, no, hell, I'll take care of seven days a week if you'll come. So, <laughs> wow, there that's you go. fantastic. Yeah, if you want to, if you, what you talked about is the Hot Dog Mafia shirts. Um, Renee, one of the previous vendors and a friend of mine um, who now runs a safe house for um, animals, and she does these shirts that are made in America that are um, part of the proceeds go to the, um, that helps the um, soldiers. So if you have U.S. soldiers, if you have, um, if you want to get a shirt, she has one that's cool that says hot dogs, one that says hot dog mafia with the mafia logo. If you go to Facebook, um, our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts, um, you'll see the ad on there, and she'll, be, she'll hook you up. Plus, you get one of my courses. You get a $95 course free if you get a shirt or two shirts. It's two shirts for something. What is it, two shirts for 40 bucks or something? That's right, yeah. Yeah. Which is cheap. That includes shipping. So, mm-hmm. and jump fast. on. And fast. Yeah. I bought mine in two two days, I think. So, wow. Anyhow, I'll let you go. I just wanted to say thanks for all you do, and um, I'm keep on listening. I, I kind of miss you once a month. Is I'm trying to wean off, but I'm listening to you during the day on the older <laughs> the older shows. So, anyhow, thanks guys. Appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. Have a good one. See you later. You too. Take care. Bye bye. All right, folks, um, I think that does it for us tonight. Um, Corey had to run. He was getting a call, um, probably his wife. Um, if they want to do the contest at the end of the night, he's afraid I'm going to throw him under the bus again. <laughs> All right, um, folks, um, I'd love to do a contest tonight, and what I think I'll do, I'll make this easy on everybody, post up a picture of your cart, you working your cart, you serving customers something, a picture of one of your um, menu items, on our Facebook page. Just go over there and post it up. I'll pick, um, I, I think I'll pick two winners. I will send you a free um, set of chip clips, um, two chip clips, the long ones. Um, that I think it'll hold a total of um, 30, I think it is. Yeah, they're 31 inches long, so they hold 24, that'll hold 48 bags of chips. So, because um, it's two of them. Anyway, um, so go over there to Ben's Carts forward slash, um, and you've got till next month, and I'll announce it September or whatever it is, the first Sunday of next month. And 
Um, until then, I'll see you on the Facebook interwebs um, and over on the blog. I'm posting content more regularly now because I'm not doing the show. And so you'll want to um, sign up for the newsletter. It's free. You can cancel at any time. I don't send out many newsletters, maybe one a month. And, um, but I do post a lot up on the blog, and you'll want to know about that. A lot of good tips, good advice, good stuff. Um, it, it, remember, if you're not insured, go over to um, the blog, and on the right-hand side, I believe it's at the top, there's, an, there's a, a link to the insurance company, and that'll help you out. And we have free classifieds as well on the blog, so you can post up. If you've got something you want to sell, you've got a cart or anything you want to sell, you can do that from there as well. Um, it's free. There's no charge at all. Um, I've enjoyed this. Jason, I appreciate you a bunch. Yes, sir. We'll see you later. See you guys. Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by Ben'sCarts.com and the Hot Dog Answer Man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.